Our Savior Jesus Christ has destroyed death and brought life to light through the gospel. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. While Jesus was speaking, an official came forward, knelt down before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come, lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him, and so did his disciples. A woman suffering hemorrhages for twelve years came up behind him and touched the tassel on his cloak. She said to herself, If only I can touch his cloak, I shall be cured. Jesus turned around and saw her and said, Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. And from that hour, the woman was cured. When Jesus arrived at the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd who were making a commotion, he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. When the crowd was put out, he came and took her by the hand, and the little girl arose. And news of this spread throughout all that land. The Gospel of the Lord. I once heard a helpful little phrase that captures half of the Christian ideal. It goes, Don't be so heavenly-minded that you're no earthly good. (laughs) Have you ever heard that phrase? It means that we should not be so laser-focused on the next life that we forget about the blessings and the beauty available in this life. Our earthly pilgrimage is indeed often a valley of tears as we pray at the end of the rosary. But it can also often be a mountaintop of life and love and laughter, family fun, enjoying wholesome entertainment, marveling at the majesty of nature, You know, I love seeing people's pictures that they post on social media of their summer vacations, of which prove that they are not so heavenly-minded that they're no earthly good. But that phrase needs to be balanced by the other half of the Christian ideal. Namely, do not be so earthly-minded that you're no heavenly good. What does that mean? Well, sometimes we can care so much for our earthly existence that it overrides and really obliterates any real hope of heaven. Sometimes our earthly blessings can blind us to our heavenly homeland and longing for eternal life. Bishop Taylor warned us, in his homily at the Jubilee Mass last week, not to become social workers in a Roman collar. 
That is, while we work to alleviate suffering on earth, our real purpose as priests is to get people home to heaven. Thus, we must balance both. Don't be so heavenly-minded, you're no earthly good. But also, don't be so earthly-minded that you're no heavenly good. We see this beautiful balance in Jesus' ministry of miracles in the gospel today. He heals a woman suffering from hemorrhages and also a little girl who has just died. Clearly, Jesus was not so heavenly-minded that he was no earthly good. He healed the sick so that they could enjoy earthly life and take summer vacations. On the other hand, Jesus always seeks a sign of faith on the part of the people he heals. Thus he says to the bleeding woman, Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. In other words, Jesus was not merely a social worker in a Roman collar. He insisted on faith and keeping your eyes on heaven, even as he gives us strength to walk through this valley of tears called earth. The Christian ideal, seen in its full flower in Jesus, requires balancing the best of both worlds, the earthly and the heavenly. My friends, the best way to balance both the earthly and the heavenly ends of the Christian life is with a rigorous and robust prayer life. How do you pray? And how often do you pray? Here are some strategies of prayer that work for me and may be useful for you. First, of course, Sunday Mass. That prayer of the whole community gathered for Sunday liturgy is non-negotiable. If we skip Sunday Mass, then no other prayer will be of any help because the Sunday Eucharist is the source and the summit of the Christian life, according to the Catechism. After Sunday Mass, maybe you could come to one additional Mass during the week. You know, I'm always so edified to see so many people come to Mass every morning of the week. Don't you people have anything else to do? Just kidding. That daily Mass routine is a rigorous and robust prayer life. But don't just go through the motions of the Mass mindlessly, like going through a car wash. Pray with your whole mind, heart, soul, and body while you're here. Don't be thinking about what you have to buy at the grocery store. Another personal prayer practice I have is as soon as I wake up, before going to the bathroom, I sit on the edge of my bed and I make the sign of the cross and I say, One Our Father, one Hail Mary, and one Glory Be to the Father. And then I run to the bathroom. That is very close to being so heavenly-minded, you're no earthly good. Every night before I lie down in bed and close my eyes, I sit on the edge of my bed and I say the act of contrition. 
asking forgiveness for all my sins that day so that I might have some sweet dreams and no nightmares. Folks, develop some strategies for a serious spiritual life and foster a relentless and robust prayer life. Why? Because then you will enjoy both the earthly and the heavenly, the best of both worlds. Praised be Jesus Christ.